This is the Vent Time with Connie podcast, where we discuss topics that can be controversial or uncontroversial. Topics range from family, faith, lifestyle, you name it. No topic is off limits. New episodes released every Tuesday and Friday. All right, sit back and relax. Here is your host of the show, Connie. Hello, everyone. Welcome, everyone, to Venta with Connie podcast. I am your host, Connie. Welcome to a brand new episode of Living Single Series. Welcome. If you are new to this podcast, thank you so much for taking your time to listen to my podcast. I appreciate all of you. And if you are an OG, an OG I thank you so much for your continuous support. You are the real MVP. I love you so much. Okay, guys, remember we do have a website. Our website name is fantimewithconnypodcast.com. Make sure you go check it out. We do have merch products for you to purchase. And also, you can check out some other features we have on the website. And also, for the ladies, we do have Vento God Bible Study. It's specifically for women only. So, uh, if you're a woman, married, single, um, you are welcome. Please send me email ventawithconnypodcast.com so we can bring you in because we do Bible study bi-weekly on Mondays at 6.30 p.m. Central Time and we do it via Zoom. So please come join us. I encourage you to join, okay? So today's episode is going to be about the Living Single series. If this is your first time um, listening to this series, you're probably wondering what this series all about. Don't worry, I got you. So the Living Single series, this series touch based on topics pertaining to life and ways single ladies and men can navigate life when choosing life partners. So uh, my hope in this series is to always invite guests to share their life experience, mostly dating experience, and some lessons they have learned too. So um, if you're interested, please send me an email, Venta with Connie podcast.com no venture with connie yahoo.com so we can bring you in as a guest to share your experiences because i would love to hear from you guys okay so um we're in february right and it's a month of love because it's valentine's day is coming up probably in next week next week is valentine's day right next week sunday so um i was thinking what should i what topic should i bring in you know what topic should i discuss in this month of love, because I know it's been a while that I've actually just sit on the mic by myself, record, and ch- talk to you guys. I've always have guests all this while. So I was like, no, I need to take time to chat with you guys, you know, because I love to do that sometimes. So um, since Valentine's Day is fast approaching, and um, I want to give you guys a gift. Um, hence this topic, Love Letter to Singlehood. Um, so... Why this topic? This topic came about because I was thinking about, okay, what advice could I give to my younger self that is single, you know, at this time period that Valentine's Day is approaching or just in singlehood in general. Also, advice I would give to a believer, a Christian that is single and experiencing the pressure 
during this Valentine's Day period, because you know a lot of pressure do come in this month, um, especially if you don't have anybody in sight or any, you're not in any, you're not in any relationship or romantic relationship. That's what I'm talking about. You probably feel like you left alone. You probably feel like, oh my gosh, I don't have any uh, any Valentine, you know. So um, this topic should serve as a gift to anyone that needs to hear what I'm about to talk about, okay, what I'm about to speak on. So um, that's why I call it Love Letter, because it's going to be a love letter to my younger self when I was single, and it could also be a love letter to everyone that might need this um, advice. So this should be um, as a gift to everyone listening. So you guys know how we do it. You know I love to break down my um, thoughts, um, into points. So I like to organize my thoughts into points. So definitely this topic will not be an exception. So this love the letter will be breaking down into five points. First of all, let me give disclaimer. I know by now you should notice that this podcast is faith based. So this means that, um, most of my topic is inspired by the Holy spirit. Uh, with that being said, I will be basing my five points on, my faith in God. So it'll be God related, it'll be faith based. So hence faith based podcast. So don't be surprised as if some of my points are faith based. Okay. Because that's what you should expect on this podcast. So with no further ado, let's move on to the love letter that I have for you guys today. Make sure you don't move a bit, grab a drink. I will be back right after this. Keep on listening. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, guys. So the love letter today will be me um, dishing some of my advice that I would give to myself and my younger self uh, when I was single or any single lady or single man out there feeling, feeling pressured to do what you know is not right by God. So this will be, this will be an advice to you, a love letter to you. So, um, like I said previously, the love letter will be organized into five points. So I'll be mentioning five things that, um, five advice, I will call it. So number one would be always, always honor God. God should be the center of everything when it comes to your life. It should be center of your life, basically. You know, it should be your first priority in anything in your life. Your life should surround around God, you know. As a believer, you should be thinking, what I'm doing in my singlehood, is it pleasing to God, you know, or is it against God's will? So make sure you are surrounding your life around God. God should be the center of everything you are doing. Should be the center of your singlehood. Because once he is the center of your singlehood, it will help you know how to navigate singlehood. It will help you know how to go about being single, which is meeting your um, your partner, your mate, you know, your future um, your future spouse, you know, knowing who you should be um, dating and who you shouldn't be dating. And also help you deal with the pressure that this month brings or any month in the future will bring, okay? Because a lot of pressure comes to single people. Um, especially if, if, if out of your friends, you're one of, or you're the only single person among your friends, most of your friends are getting married and it seems like, um, 
God is just blessing them and he's not blessing you. Let me tell you, that's a lie. Um, we are not in a race in this life. Everybody is on their own path. So there's no competition in life at all. Don't let other people deceive you that there's competition. There is no competition competition at all. Because if you don't if you think there is, why is it that when people are dying, nobody's competing for that? Or people are dying different ages, different genders, you know, they're just dying, you know, differently. And you know how we human beings think. You would think that older people, by the time you get older, that's the people that were supposed to st start dying first before younger ones. But that's not true in our in our world today. You know, you know, a lot of people, even young, old, middle, all of them are dying. That should tell you that this life is not a race. Nobody's in competition. Don't let the devil deceive you that you're in competition with your um your neighbor your fellow human being you are not because if you are you guys would have been competing who's gonna die first but when it comes to that part everybody's on their own like no i'm not ready to die even the other people are not ready to die so you should know that you are in no competition with anyone so knowing god honoring god and putting him in the center of your life will let you know how to navigate your single life okay moving on number two I would say value your body. You know, as the Holy Book says, your body is the temple of the Most High God. And for that reason, you should not defile, defile it, right? So um, I know um, in, in your singlehood, you're probably dating. Um, you're in a romantic relationship. Um, and probably you are engaging in a sexual relation with your with your supposedly man or woman uh i want you to ask yourself this question why even if you're doing it why ask yourself this question why are you doing it because you think everybody's doing it i mean how can you be dating be in a relationship and you're not you know engaging in such um sexual relation like it's even abnormal if that's the reason why you are doing it you you should also remember that a lot of people are going to hell. Now, are you going to join them in going to hell? Because a lot of people are going to hell. So think about that. If you're not going to join them, then you shouldn't join them in their ideology of how you should date. You should be joining God what he thinks how you should date as his daughter. Okay? So that's number one. Also, if you're engaging in a sexual relationship, ask yourself, um why i'm i'm doing it if one of your reason is because the person that you're dating wants you to do it or because um you know um you wanted to gain experience or or the person that you were doing it with wants you is pressuring you to do it if you don't do it that means you don't love him then you should know this that person does not even love you in the first place because why can't he respect you value you by respecting your belief and don't want to pressure you to do what you don't want to do that should also show that he loves you okay so you should think about it why am i really doing it am i doing it is these things that i'm doing right now is it pleasing to god if you say god is your father then you should everything you're doing in life should surround around him is he happy what you're doing right now so if you ask these questions and hopefully you, you're able to come up with an answer that you know what to do moving forward. And you should also ask yourself, do you want to please your... F 
your fleshly desire and suffer eternity. I mean, now if you're doing it because, oh, you know, I have, uh, you know, I have these urges coming to me. I feel it. This is what makes me happy. All those excuses we make. Ask yourself this question. Um, ask yourself this question. If I enjoy, indulge in, enjoy myself now, would I be okay suffering internally? Because it's either you enjoy now or you suffer later. That's just what it is. There's no two ways about it. Ask these questions. If you're able to answer it and you are pissed at your answer, then move on. That's all. You know, nobody can answer that, those questions for you except for yourself. So also, for those that are virgins or abstaining from sex, you know, ask yourself too why you were doing it. Because I've, underst- I've realized that a lot of us um, or those that kept themselves or virgins or abstaining from sex, they do it for the wrong reason. Their why is not big enough, okay? Some people are doing it uh, for, oh, that's what, to make my parents um, proud or uh, to, you know, to be, rec- to be recognized by everyone as a good girl, as a good boy. You know, or you're doing it because um, once you get married, you know, your husband would just love you and respect you because you kept yourself. He would give you a word that, oh my gosh, you were a virgin, okay, or you upset from sex. Those are wrong reasons. You, let me tell you. Um, most people, just because you are a virgin, I've said this before in previous episodes, but I'm going to say it again. Just because you're a virgin does not exempt you from experiencing, um, marriage issues or difficulties you might experience in marriage. It does not exempt you from doing that. So if you base your reasoning for staying, um, away from sex or, or abstaining from sex or being a virgin, if you base it on your husband or your wife, you are basing it on the wrong things. It's not strong enough because some people make this mistake where they will find the guy they love and the guy promised them marriage. They was like, oh, we're going to marry anyway, so I might as well just do it. Are you going to end up losing it because it's not strong enough? You cannot do it based on a human being because human beings always disappoint. Even your husband, let's say if you kept it until you get married, your husband might start mistreating you or doing something that you think is not right by you. And then you're going to be feeling, you're going to be telling him, oh, all this why I kept myself. Look, he didn't force you to do those things. You're not doing it for him. You need to think about, think deeper. Why am I doing this? And it should be because of you are trying to, um, you're doing it for yourself. And mostly you're doing it to honor God because God, that's what God make God happy. And that would be pleasing because your body is the temple. So you wouldn't define yourself. The word always propagate about, oh, you need to do it to gain experience. You know, all those things. Let me tell you. Most people ended up getting all these stupid experiences, all these years of experiences that won't be that will hurt them in the future because they will end up develop appetite, sexual appetite that one man or one woman cannot please, cannot satisfy. That's why a lot of them will end up in a marriage where they are still unhappy sexually because their ma- their husband or their wife is not meeting their sexual needs because they have developed this extremely appetite for sex that no one person can meet it 
okay those that are virgins two virgins that get married together get married they hardly complain oh i don't enjoy it because they don't have some nothing to compare with you know they just figure it out and by god's grace he will lead them they will find something they will enjoy you know but they don't have some they don't have this high expectation because they don't have experience for it they don't have anything to compare it with those are always complain about know what's good and what is bad it's always those that already have experience because you are comparing it with your previous if you don't have your previous you you wouldn't have to complain if it's bad or wrong if it's bad or good okay so when god is even it's telling us to keep ourselves. It's actually for our own good. It will help us, okay? It will help us for so many temptations. Are we going to talk about so many STD will prevent you from? It will prevent you from emotional heartbreak. It will prevent you from um, craziness, so many things. Because some people that even say this, that gain all this experience, when they get married, sometimes they will keep having these crazy dreams about their ex or thinking about their ex so many things will happen. A lot of people will not come out and tell you the truth. They are like, oh yeah, I've already moved on. But they're still dealing with it internally. So you don't want to deal with those things. Those are residuals. So people will deceive you, telling you, gain experiences. But, but they're not going to be there when you are going through the aftermath or uh, the consequences. Okay? In this life, life is full of principles. Because our God that created this earth is a God of principles. So when you are suffering the consequences of your action, it's not that God hasn't forgiven you. It's just the principles of cause and effect. Principles of consequences, that's just what you are facing. That's why God wants us not to do it in the first place, so you don't have to face these things. So when you consider all these things, you will know that you are keeping yourself is for your own good and to honor your masters. So it shouldn't be because of your parents told you to do so. It shouldn't be like because your church members are doing it or that's what they said in church or because of um, it will make you look like a good girl or your husband will love and honor you and respect you. That's not what it is because you'll be disappointed that the guy you might marry might not honor you or respect you every day. He might disappoint you because he's human. Just because you're a virgin when he marries you, it's not going to stop him from being human. So make sure you reevaluate the reason why you're abstaining, the reason why you are um, still being virgin, a virgin, okay? So that's the whole point of valuing yourself. And also ties back to honoring God because that will help you value yourself and know why you shouldn't defile your body, okay? Then number three is, remember you were single until you were married. A lot of people always get carried away with this, oh, I'm in a relationship. He's my boyfriend. He's my girlfriend. Let me tell you, you are still single until the day of your wedding where you go to the altar and they pronounce you man and wife, okay? If you are engaged, you are still single. Oh, your, your wedding is in two days. You are still single. Or you are just got into a relationship, you are still single. So don't let any man let you, you know, deceive you to give up your promise to God. He's not worth it, okay? Don't let him do that. Oh, uh, oh, if you love me, you got to do this, you got to do that. Stop making all these sacrifices where, where the guy that you're doing it for is not even your husband. He's not your man until you guys marry. 
So if he decided to leave you for someone else, you're not going to kidnap him or force him to stay with you because you guys have been together for several years. It does not matter. He's free to go. You guys are not bound together. You know, you guys don't have that covenant yet, okay? So he's free to go. He's not your man until you guys are married. So don't go fighting other women in the street, embarrassing yourself because you are trying to fight for your man. Someone that is not even your man. He's not yet. If you guys are not married, he's not your man. He's not your woman, okay? So stop deceiving yourself or don't let any man deceive you. So yeah, that's what I would say. Remember, you are, not sing you are single until you are married. And number four thing is, no man is worth your soul or your life, okay? Um, when a lot of people sacrifice a lot um, on this romantic relationship, Oh, he wants money. You give him all your life uh, life savings. Oh, he he wants you to um, sleep with him so you guys can be together. That's for you showing that uh, you love him. Are you going to do it because you want to keep him or because you want him to marry you? Don't let any man, you know, or any woman too. I'm just saying any man because I'm a woman. So I, um, that's why we keep saying any man. But guys that are listening to this can also applies to you as well. So don't let any human, any uh, woman or any man make you commit sin against God. He's not worth it. Just because he's your boyfriend, he's your girlfriend, doesn't mean that he's putting his hands in fire. Are you going to join him and put his hand in, put your hand in fire as well too? Don't let him do that. That's basically you are divorcing God and also being with this guy that's not even married to you. It's not worth it. You're going to give up yourself. You're going to give up your body that you've been valuing. You've been keeping for all these years because of one guy that told you that he loves you or he will marry you. Are you just going to give everything up just like that? Are they really worth it? They're really not. And now, um, Pastor Kinsley, um, I don't know for those that listen to Pastor Kinsley, he's a relationship coach. You should check him out on YouTube. He always said this, that um, a fornicator is an adulterous in training a fornicator is um when people when someone that um that sleep with someone that isn't their wife like when you were single you you know you you sleep with some you sleep with someone that is not your wife like your girlfriend or boyfriend you know in this our world it's become the norm everybody's just doing it but adulterous is something everybody freaks about freak out about when you get married and the guy cheated or the woman cheated oh my god it's a big deal but you but when they are doing it when they are when when they are single nobody's complaining they're saying oh he's single he's enjoying himself or she's single he's enjoying them herself but are you thinking that the same person that did them they get married you expect them to be faithful no they have been in training for adulterers all this why they are in single. They're just going to carry over because it's the same person that is marrying. Marriage does not change you, okay? It does not. So it's the same person that was fornicating when they were single. It's going to be the same person that will be adulterous. It's just that now they are married, it will change to adulterous, but it's the same act, stealing from something that isn't yours. That's just what it is. They were just training themselves while they were single. That's why they get married. That's why a lot of people are cheating these days. Marriages are breaking up because of cheats. Because it's been happening all this while while they were single. But nobody was paying attention to it. They say he's just a guy. It's his bachelor days. Let him enjoy. And then when he's married, you expect him to just change. 
just like that. No, he had built up this appetite for appetite and he had built up this habit. There's no way he would stop it until an, an intervention happens, usually um, God's intervention. Okay, so it's not going to be marriage that will change him automatically. He will have resets of mindset. Even those that stop doing it physically, some of them are doing it mentally. Okay, or doing some other thing like masturbation, watching porn, and other things. So let's stop getting deceived by people telling you, "Oh, you gotta give it up for me to stay with you, or be in a relationship with you, or marry you." No, those people are not good for you. They're not even worth it. If someone loves you, they will also want you to honor God, especially a man or a woman that loves God, okay? So don't be deceived by that. And also, if you're in a relationship that is unhealthy, like he cheats on you, he lays his hands on you, let me even give you for free. Please leave that relationship. It's not worth it. Because once you get married, it will emphasize, Okay? Everything, any, any issue that you're facing right now in a boyfriend and girlfriend relationship, when you guys get married, that issue will be, will be magnified, okay? That's just what it is, okay? So you need to make sure you start dealing with the issue now. If you cannot be with him, cut it off. Don't even say when you guys get married, he will change. You are wasting your time. If the person has not given their life to Christ, is not a believer, don't go marrying them. Thinking that when you guys get married, he will change. Stop doing that. Rather, don't date them. Just help them to give their life to Christ. That's what you would do. That's what you would do as like the brotherly love. That's what you would show him. You don't want to date him. You want to help him out first. Then if you help him out, if he gets saved, doesn't mean you have to marry him. It may be someone else's husband. So don't dedicate your relationship in trying to change someone or hoping that your marriage will be, you'll be focusing on changing that person. That's a waste of time. That's marriage already itself has its own issues. So you don't want to add to it, okay? So if someone is cheating, or doing stuff like that, just leave him. If you want to be friends with him, you can be friends with him or her and recommend oh, therapy for him or her how to get better. But you don't have to be dating him or marrying him, please. It shouldn't be your project, okay? You're trying to get married, you're trying to find a project, okay? So just do that. You can help them as a brother and as a sister or someone that cares about them. You can still love them as a friend. Okay, and help them, but it shouldn't be you dating them, please. I'm begging you. So that ride or die, because I always hear this ride or die. Um, I'm, I'm your, she's my ride or die. She's my ride. And whenever a guy says that, it means that that girl has been taking a lot of rubbish from him. Okay, whenever they say that ride or die, that's why I don't like that, uh, like that phrase. Like why I gotta die? You get what I mean? Like I don't like that. If you observe most men that says those things, or most women that says this, they have gone through hell for that man. Okay, that's just what it is. All right, or that you're gonna die on top of him. You're gonna die because of a, a man that isn't even your husband. That just, mm, let me not say the word that I want to say now, but please, gain sense, okay? And leave, and leave that relationship. It is not worth it, okay? Your soul is more important than a man, your life is more important than a man or a woman, okay? Now, last but not the least is, number five is, love is not what you think it is, okay? Most, um, it's not even just single people, even some married people too, I would say. People think love is just, all oh, this romance movie we are watching, this romantic movie we are watching, or the romance novel you're reading, all this stupid thing that the world has been selling to you. Love is more than that. A lot of people that, um, 
get married they, it's always started off with this infatuation or loss this butterfly yeah that's what it's called butterfly feeling oh my god the way he makes me let me tell you once you get married it's gonna be more than that you're gonna need more than that and love is not what you think it is because you move from that butterfly love to intentional love and that intentional love is actually the real deal you get, you get what I mean? So don't let people deceive you thinking, oh, he do, he cook uh, breakfast in bed for me, or she cook for me. Or, that's not all. That's just not all. Love always has to do with what you will give. It's not just all what you will take from that person. So I think you should change your mindset in that area too. And do not let the word define what love it is, what, what love is for you. Because the word does not know. If you think they know, check the history of divorce. Even the uh, in America that um, talk about do all know all this romantic stuff. Check their history of of um, marriages. How how long marriages last? They still don't get it right. No matter how great creative they are with this romantic movie, still their marriages hardly last. That's to tell you, don't depend on the word to define this love for you. You will fail woefully, just like every most of a lot of people have been failing. So you don't want to be one of the, among the statistics, okay? And um, to get a good example of what love is, is God is love. Observe how God loves you every day. Observe that, okay? You know, observe that should give you a good um, explanation and definition of what love is. God loves you even before you were born. He loves you even before you chose to start worshiping him and honoring him. He still loves you, okay? So Jesus dying for us, for us Christians, Jesus dying for us is an epidemic of love, okay? Because he died for you even when you are in sin. Isn't that mind-blowing? So when you are thinking about that, you should know that love is patient. Love is kind, you know? Love doesn't keep wrong, keep account of wrong. Love is not... Jealous of what other people have, okay? Love is, is not um, easily irritated. It's so many things. It's not what you guys keep thinking love is. It's not what this romance movie is selling to you. It, that's not what it is. If you know what exactly it is, you won't be just falling for any guy because he say, I love you. You just agree. And then you're giving up everything about you. You're compromising everything about you, your values, your everything. You just compromise. If you understand what love is, when a guy tell you, you had to sleep with me before I'd be in a relationship with you, you should tell that guy, what, what's the better word to say? If, you should tell him, get out. I'm done. You, move, you run for your dear life. When a guy lay his hands on you, you run. You know that that's not love. When he cheats on you, you know that's not love. Okay? So if you need to understand that, you need to understand the core of distance before you start dating or start finding a life partner. Because being in, in a miserable marriage is worse than being single. Let me tell you. So you don't want to make that mistake. So take your time. Understand this thing. Honor God. Value your body. Remember, you're not single until you're married. And also, no man is worth your soul or your life. And last, last but not the least, love is not what you think it is. Love is much more than what the TV, the media is selling to you. Because God is love. 
Use God. Go to God's word and you will find out what love is. Okay? So that's what I want to leave you guys with. Now also I would like to you guys to check out these Bible verses when you have time. First Corinthians chapter 13, 48. It will give you a clear understanding what love is. And also the famous Bible verse, John 3.16. Funny story, John 3.16 is actually one of uh, the first ever Bible verse that I know. <laughs> I think most Christians, uh, uh, this is the first Bible verse you, you know. But yeah, I mean, let me know if that's your first. But that was my first. Well, that, that's what I want to leave you guys with. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you do, make sure you come back for another one um, for more next week Tuesday. And remember, God loves you and I love you so dearly. Happy Valentine's Day in advance, okay? And remember, God loves you deeply. All right, guys, thank you so much, and I will talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Vent Time with Connie podcast. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, or whatever platform you listen to podcasts. Please don't forget to like, rate, review, or share this podcast. Do you have any feedback or questions for Connie or any topics you'd like to discuss on the show? Connie loves communicating with our listeners. You can find her on Instagram and Facebook at Vent Time with Connie or send an email to venttimewithconnie at yahoo.com. Until next time, remain blessed.